0: Club in Sydney. He opened his address by saying he's still optimistic about the Australian economy despite upheavals from the most recent Omicron COVID-19 outbreak. He pointed to the low unemployment rate, wages growth and increasing business activity as reasons to be optimistic. However, he warned that the pandemic is not behind us and there needs to be a focus on addressing workforce shortages and moderating inflation. One source of ongoing certainty is the possibility of further virus outbreaks and the past month or so have reminded us of the risks here. Prior to Omicron, the economy had established strong positive momentum. It had bounced back quickly following the uh, Delta-related lockdowns. Australia's disability sector says it is being left behind in the race to obtain rapid antigen COVID-19 tests. Rapid testing kits have been hard to come by for all Australians, with widespread shortages and reports of price gouging. Disability advocates say the sector has been sidelined following a renewed focus on aged care by the federal government. National Disability Services Chief Executive Laura Lee told the ABC up to a third of the disability care workforce across the country has been forced to isolate through the Omicron wave
1: aged care um, gets treatment which is different to uh, the treatment that is provided to disability support workers when we know that both aged care workers and disability support workers do similar work and really work hard for, you know, very low wages.
0: The Prime Minister has refused to condemn Israel's policies against Palestinians and says no country is perfect. Scott Morrison was today questioned about a report by Amnesty International accusing Israel of subjecting Palestinians to a system of apartheid. The London-based rights group says Israel enforces a system of oppression and domination against Palestinians. But Israel believes the report consolidates and recycles lies from hate groups. Mr Morrison insists Australia is one of Israel's closest and strongest friends other than the US. And we continue to be a very strong friend of Israel. No country is perfect
2: and there are criticisms made of all countries. But I can assure you that Australia, and my government in particular, will remain a staunch friend of Israel.
0: UNESCO has criticised a proposal to raise Sydney's Warragamba Dam wall by at least 14 metres amid fears it could worsen bushfire impacts and jeopardise the Blue Mountains National Park's World Heritage status. The UNESCO World Heritage Centre wrote to the federal government in January outlining its concerns about the dam's environmental impact statement. The New South Wales government wants to raise the dam wall to mitigate the risk of flooding in the Hawkesbury Valley region. And turning to sport, history-making rookie Josh Giddy will have some Australian company at this month's NBA All-Star Weekend with Dyson Daniels also selected for the revamped Rising Stars concept youngest player to register a triple-double in NBA history, Giddy this week set an Oklahoma City Thunder record with his 11th double-double in a debut season. While Daniels has impressed in the G League, for the new Ignite team, created as an option for developing players in the NBA's second-tier competition.
1: National Radio News, produced by Charles Sturt University, the Community Radio Network, and supported by the Community Broadcasting
0: Foundation. Now for the latest weather on Alive 90.5.
3: Good afternoon. It's four minutes past two on Alive 90.5. This is business, or actually no, it's now it's called the business of life with Mario and Matt. And today we're sitting at 21 degrees currently and it's supposed to be a rainy day. Although out there it's a little bit, you know, it's not... It's not too wet. I'm pretty glad with that. (laughs) I don't really like the rain personally. But we're going to get tops of 24 degrees today. Tomorrow, Thursday, tops of 23, slight chance of shower. And same thing on Friday, tops of 23 with a slight chance of shower as well. I'd be, you know, staying inside if I was you.
4: And now on Alive 19.5, here's the latest traffic information.
3: In Waitara, at at the Pacific Highway at James Lane, there's been two cars in a crash. Some moderate traffic conditions at the moment. Southbound traffic affected in Pennant Hills. Pennant Hills Road approaching Beecroft Road. There's been a car breakdown. One of four eastbound lanes are closed. This is Business of Life with Matthew Caruana and Mario Bekis. Now, so last week was a very interesting episode and I was very blessed to be in studio. It was it was Australia Day and you know I had the opportunity to be in studio by myself for two hours and I freaking loved it. I gotta say, I really enjoy this this station, this studio, and just this the show because it's not only my platform and Mario's platform but it's also our guest platform. We learn so many incredible stories, so much insight and wisdom by people that we, you know, usually don't come across. These people have interesting interesting stories, things to share and their life experience, you know, speaks for itself. We're all very blessed to, you know, have our guests and you know what? We've got some interesting people coming up today. I hope you stick around and I hope you're as excited as I am because yeah, this is, this is gonna be interesting. So today, I just wanted to start with personally just sharing gratitude for all the listeners of Business of business of Life. We want to seriously add value to you. The reason for this show is to add inspiration, add hope, and, you know, to help people see the light at the end of the tunnel, to understand their lives at a greater degree and appreciate their lives so much deeply than they currently do. And to start things off, we're going to go to a quick break, and coming up is Ava Max with My Head and My Heart. Stick around. You'll be glad you did.
0: Alive
5: 90.5 Baby, now and then I think about me now and who I could have been I'll stay or should i go you held my hand when i had nothing left to hold and now i'm on a roll oh, 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 oh. my mind's got my mind if it's on right now and it makes me hate me hey. i'll explode like a dino mind if i can't decide
4: Broadcasting to the hills, Parramatta
0: and Cumberland.
4: We are the Insight Intelligence Group, specialising in Australian corporate investigations and information risk management, workplace investigations, competitor analysis, social media intelligence, reputational risk management, internal or external investigations. Professional and proactive, Insight Intelligence Group works with you to ensure the success of the investigation. Australia-wide or global, facts, not opinion. two o2aa29837 insightintelligence.com.au. Stations sponsor.
1: McGrath estate agents understand that selling your home is one of the most important financial decisions you'll ever make. With award winning teams in the hills their service goes above and beyond any other to create great results and lifelong relationships to deliver the best possible result. Brett Humby of McGrath estate agents will unlock value in your home you never knew existed. To realise more and experience the McGrath advantage with Brett Humby head to McGrath.com.au or search Brett Humby today. Statians sponsor
2: every week house with no steps helps over 2000 people with disabilities to make the most of their abilities we organize meaningful employment innovative accommodation activity programs and respite services to give carers a much needed break we help people with a disability live with dignity and independence you can support house with no steps with your donation or enter our art union visit hwns.com.au or phone 1-800-068-064 with your help We can do so much more.
3: It's 11 minutes past two on a live 90.5. This is the business of life with Mario and Matt. So our guests today, I'm really excited to introduce them to you. So guest number one, Paul Covey. Paul is the New South Wales Masters Boxing Coordinator. In that voluntary role, Paul uses his passion and contacts in the sport of amateur boxing to encourage men and women over the age of 34 to compete as amateur boxers on boxing shows in New South Wales. Masters boxing involves older men and women in a sport that promotes fitness, being humble, and competing under pressure. Now, at that stage of your life, are you thinking about getting into boxing and the thing, not that it's right or wrong I think it's great and it doesn't I suppose what this really shows me is that no matter what stage of life you're at it's all about okay what do you want your life to look like there's this step that I can take toward this goal that maybe maybe I've been thinking about for quite a while you know maybe there's been a thought of you know I wouldn't mind you know trying this out or maybe it was a dream at one stage and but we just you know sort of suppressed it because we're taught nah, get real get a real job how often are we told that how often do our dreams get pushed aside now Paul facilitates an opportunity for people who maybe have suppressed their goals you know maybe they have gone about life comfortably and there's nothing wrong with that you know we all have responsibilities people to take care of firstly ourselves then our partners, our kids, our families, if we have that. If you don't, there's nothing right, and nothing wrong. There's only where your life situation's at. Though, sometimes that doesn't allow us to live our lives how we really want to. Sometimes we take a step back. You know, sometimes we say, oh, wait, no, I need to make money. No, by pursuing my passion, I'm, you know, I'm taking a risk. Sometimes if we were to pursue our passion... We might be making the greatest step ever for ourselves because now we're living from our hearts. We're leading through that part inside of us that wants to thrive. By doing so, we live a happier life. Hell, how much more would you smile waking up every day motivated and glad that you're going about what your heart desires, not just because a nine-to-five, it's safe, it's secure. There's nothing wrong with a nine-to-five. But would you be happier following your purpose? Your passion, your vision in life, or just getting by comfortably. This is something that I have obsessed over ever since I was still in high school. I knew that you know, you know, when I had my injury, it was inju- it was very interesting. I was led to a place where, okay, I feel like I can't really do much. And there's not many jobs I could do or whatever, and just that thought alone sort of scared me. So I thought I'd go. And, you know, given my mindset at the time, you know, because I attempted suicide and all that stuff, it wasn't the greatest. Though what I was able to do was take a step back and say, wait a minute, what would I, if I had to do something, what would I want to do? And now look, at the time, music was my passion, DJing, playing guitar. I really loved it. Hell, I was in a duo and we had plans. Like we had a set list of over 30 songs prepared and we were going to make that happen. We're going to take that somewhere. So you know, constantly being told, Matt, it's a dream. Matt, you'll need a real job. Matt, (laughs) musos don't, they they don't do that as their income. You know that, right? That that really got to me and that, you know, became my belief as well. And that, that kind of crushed me. But when I found speaking, the amount my heart lit up when I was able to inspire other people That just made me say, oh, this is it. This, this is it. The last thing I want to do is wake up in the morning and hating, dreading the day because I I now live a life that I don't want to live. I already hated school. (laughs) Why was I going to continue a life that I hated? It was time to now pursue a passion. I was blessed, you know, I was young. I didn't have as much responsibility. And if you're a young person listening to this, I encourage you, pick up that passion if you're older I still encourage you to pick up that passion because what's better waiting 10 years from now when things will be settled and you know better the older we get the more responsibilities we have but if you were to start your passion now there's no time like now and if not now when because so often so often We will convince ourselves, you know, I've got to wait for this to happen. I've got to wait for that and that to be in order. Then I'll do it. Then, then, and then. I'll start on Monday. How many people do you hear, I want to start the gym on Monday. Start my diet on Monday. God, (laughs) it kind of... (laughs) If you ever thought of going to something, if you don't do it then in that moment, it's just not going to work. Because in, in that moment, you've now suppressed what your intuition is called to you, you've suppressed what signal and message your heart is sending you. You know, our hearts know what's truthful and what's best for us. That's why there's nothing but absolute love inside our hearts when we really look at it. Even if you're in in an upset place, if you were to take a moment to slow down, step back and just be in the awareness of it you'll feel the warmth that's really there the warmth that's really there is allowing us to truly thrive and by passing that on to others by contributing sharing love giving to others supporting others we now live a life that's so meaningful and if we can match what our passion is with what we can give to others how much happier would we be as a result Not only are we waking up in the morning going about what we love, but we're helping others as as a result. The fact that I get to wake up every morning and live in alignment with my mission, my mission is to influence, inspire, and inform people's mindsets so they can create more meaningful change in their life. The fact that I get to do that through various different platforms, whether it's speaking, whether through it's writing, whether it's this radio station, I love the fact that I get to co-host Business of Life with Mario. It's truly an honor. And I love to use this platform as a, as a gateway for other people to access maybe a different way of thinking, maybe a different way to go go and approach life. There's so many different aspects to it that we can look at but, coming back to Paul, he allows people who are, you know, middle-aged and up, the opportunity to maybe go about their lives differently. If they've had a thought in their past of boxing, whether you're a man or a woman, it doesn't matter. Paul facilitates an opportunity where you are now potentially stepping towards something you always wanted to try. Hell, maybe our parents said we couldn't do it. I know with me (laughs) my parents weren't too keen on physical sports I used to do karate as a kid but they get scared when I'd go to these tournaments and stuff like that because you know of of maybe what could happen or whatever but maybe at a time in your life where you've had a thought of damn I could do this hell I I just want to give it a crack why not there's always an opportunity and if not now when So I'm excited for Paul to come in studio. I'm excited to get him, you know, in conversation with Mario and I. It's going to be a great, great episode today. Be sure to stick around. You're listening to The Business of Life with Mario and Matt on a live 90.5. It's 20 minutes past two. Be sure to stick around because Paul Covey, he is the top New South Wales boxing coach for people over 35. Guys, stick around. You're not going to want to miss this. This is Business of Life with Mario and Matt.
1: Alive 90.5.
6: Oh God, my God, how she get at me? Either we'll never get it right or it's meant to be My ego, her pride, some recipe We're our biggest fans and our own worst enemies Ain't shy, let the whole world know Have them tuned in to the blow-by-blow She move, I move, let her go, I go Stir it up, stand back, watch your fireworks show Ayo Too proud to quit when it's broken Two in denial to admit when it's over. Drown in a separate dance of an ocean. Both in too deep to know where the coast is Surrounded by waves in the hurricane's gaze. When we together, ain't none of y'all safe. So, buckle up or get out of our way. Up in smoke, down in flames, cause man, when, when
5: we fight, fire with fire. When we cross the line, ayo Maybe happy ever after. ain't for us, ain't no surprise. When we play with nice AO Ain't no broken pride and these are for cuts Ain't no broken pride and these are
6: cuts. One by one on a I had nowhere left to run But I'd rather walk with you all the summer Than a low-key piece with another Ay. One by one, every cut Yeah, gets gets deeper, who they to judge Cause when it's on, we roll like the thunder Then it's R.I.P. to the other day Cycle, repeat till the lesson get learned, man You play with fire, bridges get burnt, man They stand off from making this worse But don't nobody move and nobody gets hurt, man we just caught an hour Sucker punches, traded all fun and games Until the cards fall where they may Then it's so can't even whatever anywhere we
5: When we the line We've come too far in this to see how much it hurts. When will we learn? You and I, we've come too far in this to know.
1: Invictus Partners, an Australian company specialising in checking software usage across the major vendors like SAP, Oracle, IBM, Microsoft and VMware. Are you looking to reduce your software fees? Are you worried about being audited? Are you migrating to the cloud? Do you need help working out your software usage versus entitlements? Contact us at Invictus Partners today before you get hit with a compliance fine. Go to www.invictuspartners.com to arrange a no-obligation discussion to see how we can help you. Station sponsor. Hexagon Home Loans is your trusted mortgage broker. We focus on providing you with personal service and expert advice to help you find the home loan which best suits your requirements. Ranging from first home loans, refinancing, investment home loans, self-employed home loans, debt consolidation and SMSF loans. With a large network of lending institutions at our fingertips, we can assist you in making a well-informed decision that will save you time and money. Call us on 1300 562 649. Australian Credit License 50481 Station Sponsor.
3: It's 26 minutes past two here on a live 90.5. This is the business of life with Mario and Matt. We recently changed our name from Business Insights, and I'm excited for this. I think it's a great change to the vibe. Mario, what do you think? Yeah, just arriving in the studio. So.
7: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, ladies and gentlemen, we changed uh, our name from the business insights to business of life and a uh, true pleasure. I need to apologize. I gave my guest uh, today the wrong address, so he was waiting on the other side of the Sydney, (laughs) i to meet him up. (laughs) And uh, it's a true pleasure to have today with us in studio, Paul Covey. Paul, welcome to studio, and let's go crunch straight away because we are late.
2: Thanks very much, Mario. Matt, thank you for your time. Excited to be here today and talk to you about Masters Boxing. So, uh, where do we start, gents?
3: Firstly...
7: What's your pin what number for credit card? So that's what.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> told you that question. was coming. <laughs> so, first of all, what is Masters Boxing?
2: All right, Matt. So, Masters Boxing, you are a... It's amateur boxing, uh, not for money. And you are a Masters Boxer, male or female, uh, the day you turn... Forty-one—that's the true age for a masters boxer. We have boxers that fight right up into their seventies. So, if you fa- pass the medical and the serology, uh, you uh, join the gym, and then you—you um, you can fight as a masters boxer. We try to match people from the age of thirty-four and up. So, that—that f- that age group between thirty-four and forty-one is strictly not a masters, but. Um, that's the age group. You know, you, the, 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 they're the age groups we look at. Older males and females looking to test themselves in uh, in a boxing ring. And, um, yeah, we're very passionate about it. I know uh, Mario has had a couple of amateur mm-hmm. fights himself.
3: Mm-hmm. and we got a professional one coming up. Oh, yeah.
7: yes. But it's going to be great. It's going to be... The title is mine. I'm just going to print my belt, you know. Before mm. <laughs> 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 Paul, um, let me just uh, read quick... Summary of your bio before we deep dive into the master boxing setup. Uh Paul is a passionate sport of which is a boxing, right? To catch men and women over the age of 34 to compete in any shows in New South Wales. But as well, Paul, you have a different background. You started as a cop, then you go into corporate world and the Kansas survivor. Can you, for our audience, share more? Paul Covey.
2: Certainly. Uh, So I do boxing, uh, as many people do, uh, as an older person because it helped me through a few challenges in my life. Uh, Boxing, you surround yourself with humble people. You're in uh, an industry where you're testing yourself. You're involved in fitness uh, and you you really... um, can use boxing to help you get through those challenges in life all of us in life go through challenges be it job loss uh, relationship breakdowns uh, all types of challenges medical issues I um, was happily married in my for 30 years with a woman uh, and we had three children two boys and a girl all grown up now in my 40s I um, was diagnosed with uh, a very aggressive cancer I was told that I had uh, a 90% chance of mortality, two operations, uh, chemotherapy, radiotherapy, I got down to 60 kilos in the treatment. Uh, And I'd always been a fit person, always been healthy. So as you can imagine, as a middle-aged man in your 40s, being told you've possibly got a terminal illness, fairly confronting. So uh, I reacted to that by, uh, recommencing amateur boxing because I'd had a couple of fights in my 20s and then I thought if I beat this, I'm going to um, do things
3: I've always wanted to do. And one of those was to jump back in the boxing ring. So did you jump back in the ring while you were told you'd, you have a 90% chance of mortality?
2: I didn't um, jump back in immediately, Matt. I sort of promised myself if I if I live, which I did, um, I was going to not have any regrets and one of those things was um to continue with amateur boxing because it was something I always loved I had to put it off you know like we all do having children and being busy with that process uh and then I uh, took it up again two of my children were fighters uh out of the three the eldest is an academic he uh he reckons boxing's for Buffheads, Maybe he's right. <laughs> um, but the other two, the middle boy was the Australian junior champion, 27 fights, 21, 21 wins. Uh, and my wow. daughter had seven fights, five wins. Oh. So um, it, it was something that the kids became passionate about. And when they went back into boxing, um, I decided I was going to have a, a, a couple of more fights. And since then, um, I've been really passionate about Masters Boxing. Uh, and I've used the sport as Mario, let's not make it all about me, Um, as Mario's done in his life because, um, you know, we all face challenges, Matt, as you know, and um, I've used that to get me through those challenges. Uh, The other was a, a, a divorce from my wife of 30 years, didn't see it coming, Pretty much, you know, thought I was in a happy relationships, but you know, many of your listeners have been through divorces, breakups, job losses, and um, boxing was something that I could use to channel that aggression, to channel those feelings into into something positive, and that's what I did. I understand, Mario, that, that you did the same thing in Look, your life. It, I think that
7: I truly believe that life it, it is to be lived, and you know, recently I was with my son in Nusa, and. Uh, doesn't matter how you see the life, it doesn't matter how much you observe things, it doesn't matter how much you try to understand. I'm seeing a lot of people who are much more younger than me, Paul, without health problems, without, I think, any problems in life. But they are dead. They are, they're literally dead. There's no interest in life whatsoever. They die before, they, before they're dead. Mm. My personal experience with the boxing was, was very straightforward, you know. I never lied and never hide even I, don't, I never advertised, but my son was, you know, epileptic, and, you know, it's reflected my, my behavior, like, you know, you two as well, you know, divorce and, and, and the cancer and everything else, and I remember clearly, when I saw that advertising for the amateur boxing, whatever it's called, you know, I said to, said to my son, if I decide to fight in a ring, would you fight, you know, against epilepsy? He says to me, yes, and then he adds on top of this, but dude, you 150 kilos. Like, don't you worry, man. I'm gonna die to heavily now. But I think it was the best actually moving in my life, boxing. And you know, in 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 accordance to the boxing, you know, it's it's a type of sport where nobody can hold your hand, Paul. You agree with me? You know, when you walk in that ring, there is no friends, there is no buddies, there is no wife, the husband, there is no, you know, even your coach can help you. It's what you are, what you bring, it's what you carry out. And then I'm listening on the side, Paul, by many. Man, I can do this with one hand. Wolf
2: join me, dude. Yeah, 100%. Everybody's a world champion sitting at ringside. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, and they'll call out things. We've all been to fight nights and, you know, hit him. Oh, really? You know, I never (laughs) thought of that. And um, he's got nothing. And you go, oh, no, he has got plenty, you know, like he's pretty good. But... You know, it's it's boxing is one of those sports that everybody's got an opinion on. Do I know anything about water polo? No, yeah. I don't. Uh, would I say anything about water polo if I was amongst a b- bunch of water polo players? No, I wouldn't. <laughs> but boxing, everybody, you know, you go to the pub, everybody yeah. will be watching the fight, and they'll say, "Oh, this fella will win because of this and that." And it's one of those sports that attracts it's, it's, people, it and is, it's one of those I'm, people that it's challenging. It, you know,
7: like the, the boxing is challenging. Like I come back to Matt. You know, Matt is in Wiltshire. But you know, I mean nobody nobody can understand his daily life because you're not in wheelchair. Same for the boxing. Yep. And I think that Mike Tyson said is that expression. Everybody has a plan before he's being hit in the mouth. And that's what it is. Look, I look, I have the big mouth, right? And my very first fight, I I gonna do this, I gonna do that. (laughs) Okay, I've been I lost, you know, it was a good it was a good fight. But let me tell you, something inside of me was that that you're doing something
2: on your own and nobody can help you. 100%. Mm. And, and we all, you know, it's an individual sport, but it's a team sport in that your team helps you get fit, your coach yeah. and and your, and your um, gym mates. Yes. And uh, they'll come and watch you and they'll cheer for you or against you or whatever. Yes. Um, but there's nobody you can blame for a loss in a boxing ring other than yourself. It's and you versus your opponent. It's primal. You know, yeah. like if I said, Matt to you now we're gonna go and have a fight outside, you wouldn't be worried in the slightest. However, if I said in three weeks' time we're gonna be fighting at a location and your family's gonna be there and my family's gonna be there, you're gonna get nervous. Whatever. I don't care how calm you are, how cool you are, how many fights, street fights or whatever you've had in your life, you're gonna get nervous. And that's part of the excitement about boxing is to test yourself in a in a forum which is primal it's basic you know at the end of the day your opponent is going to try to knock you out or hurt you in front of your family as much as you want to make it sound scientific and you're going to try to do the same to him so it's in the world that we live in it's so it's so politically correct yes you you know you can't stand you can't call a girl pretty or you can't Offer an opinion on something because you branded all these names. It's basic. It's you versus him or her versus
3: her and that's part of the attraction of the sport. It cuts out all the cucka. And so, one thing I'm curious about though because you mentioned earlier when you first um, briefly got into boxing, you're around humble guys and, and women but the thing about boxing, it's those primal instincts that you mentioned, right? Would that not attract... Ego, and a lot
2: of it. That's a great question, Matt. And and I'd answer it by saying this: the perception of boxing and the reality are two different things. One of the reasons that I boxers are masters, and, and Mario does too, it's the camaraderie that you get. Uh, you would think, you know, you see boxing and you don't know boxers, and you'd say, oh, they're cocky, they're arrogant, you know. And there's been quite a few boxers over the years that portray that uh that sort of attitude but the reality when you meet them in real life they're actually just really humble guys there's nothing wow. makes you more humble than a punch in the face if i can put it as simply that's, as that that's a great way to put it nothing. because there's always somebody can beat you matt you know even mm. if you're going well you're you're boxing well and you're beating people you, you get in against somebody who's more experienced had more fights better fighter then they're going to they're going to belch you. They're going to. They're going to beat you, and that is very obviously very humbling. So, the the perception out there in society is that, you know, for for those that don't know or aren't involved in the sport, that the boxers are cocky and arrogant. The reality is the exact opposite. They're humble. In masters boxing, I've met guys that are, that I've never met before, and they'll walk up and they will say, oh Matt. Good day. I'm Paul. I'm fighting you later on. We'll go for coffee." Taught a, about their family, my family, life in general. We're walking towards the ring, still talking to each other. We get in the ring, punch on for three rounds, get out of the ring, have a beer together. That's, that's the reality of what Masters boxing like. slot. so
3: it's such a. I, it's something, something else
2: as
7: well. It's an opportunity not many people can get in life. Second chance. As that's well for, the, for those professional fighters, as like I say, you know, I believe in old times, as I said, 10, 15 years ago. Who will consider fight when you're 50, years old? People say, like, are you crazy? You know, you should go die and everything else. <laughs> Listen, business, life, life of business? The business of life. Business of life. I need to make a note. Business of life with them, Matt and Mario. Now guest in studio, Paul Covey. We continue conversation after short break.
1: Invictus Partners, an Australian company specialising in checking software usage across the major vendors like SAP, Oracle, IBM, Microsoft and VMware. Are you looking to reduce your software fees? Are you worried about being audited? Are you migrating to the cloud? Do you need help working out your software usage versus entitlements? Contact us at Invictus Partners today before you get hit with a compliance fine. Go to www.invictuspartners.com to arrange a no-obligation discussion to see how we can help you. Station sponsor. SAP.
6: Timbers Castle Hill are flooring experts. Not just flooring, SE Timbers supply, install and guarantee solid timber, engineered, laminate and vinyl flooring as well as carpet blinds and shutters. An authorised dealer of major brands like Borel, Preference and Quickstep. Call 98946660 or visit setimbers.com.au to arrange a free quote today. Station sponsor, SE Timber Floors and Shutters, ingrained quality.
1: What's on at Workers? Enjoy free live music every Saturday night at Workers' Blacktown. Every Saturday night and Sunday afternoon at Workers' Sports. And every Sunday afternoon at Workers' Hubertus. Plus enjoy a full range of dining facilities. Visit the website at www.workersclub.com.au for the full music schedule, plus plenty of other activities, including raffles, bingo, promotions, and fun events. Workers is your club. Station sponsor. Thanks for listening to the best in community radio. Alive 90.5. Oh my God, Becky, look at her butt. It is so big. She looks like... One of those rap guys' girlfriends that, you know, who understands those rap guys? They only talk to her because she looks like a total prostitute, okay? I mean, her butt is just so big. I can't believe it's just so round. It's like out there. I mean, gross. Look, she's just so black.
4: I like big butts and I cannot lie. You other brothers can't deny. With an itty-bitty waist and a round thing in your face You get sprung Wanna pull up tough, cause you notice that butt was stuck. Deep in the jeans she's wearing I'm hooked and I can't stop staring Oh baby, I wanna get with ya And take your picture My whole boy's trying to warn me But that butt you got makes Ooh, romper smooth skin You say you wanna get in my bins Well use me, use me Cause you ain't that average groupie I seen her dancing To hell with romance and she's sweating wet, got it going like a turbo vet, I'm tired of magazines, send flat butts all the thing, take the average black man and ask him that, she gotta pack much back, so fellas, yeah, fellas, yeah, your girlfriend got your butt, hell tired yeah, shake it shake it, shake it, shake it, shake it, shake that healthy butt, baby got bad light. Like, I ain't got a motor in the back of her Honda. My anaconda don't want none unless you got buns, hon. You can do side bends or sit-ups. But please don't lose that butt. Some brothers want to play that hard roll and tell you that the butt ain't gold. So they toss it and leave it. And I pull up quick to retrieve it. So Cosmo says you're fat. Well, I ain't down with that. Cause your waist is small and your curves are kicking. And I'm thinking about sticking to the beanpole dames in the magazines. You ain't it, Miss Thing. Give me a sister, I can't resist her. Red beans and rice didn't miss her. Some knucklehead tried to diss. Cause his girls are on my list. He had game, but he chose to hit him. And I pull up quick to get with him. So, ladies, if the butt is round and you want a triple X throwdown, dial 1 900, mix a lot. And kick them nasty thoughts. Baby got back.
1: Alive
3: 90.5 five, five. It's quarter to three on the business of life with Mario and Matt. You're listening to Alive 90.5, your sound and your community. And Mario and I are blessed to have Paul Covey in studio with us live in Borkham Hills. And what a man he is. He is the top New South Wales Masters boxing coach. Yes. And it's a voluntary role. He does it out of his pure passion to inspire other people. And Paul, you've briefly met, you've touched on what boxing is, why you do it. But when I look at boxing, I see nothing but resilience. You're in a ring with someone else, sparring one on one. You're in that primal state of survival. You need to protect yourself, but also strike. Otherwise, you're going to get hit, and you're going to lose. You get knocked out. What does boxing mean for someone's resilience and the ability to bounce back when times get rough for them?
2: Well, I think it's all of those things, Matt. If I can give, if I can use this example uh, for you and for your listeners, people get obsessed in in the world today with winning. Uh, particularly, uh, a lot of our younger people are on these social media platforms, your, your Instagrams and your Facebooks, and trying to pretend that there's something that that they're not. Um, showing, you know, photographs of themselves all buffed up and, you know, living this perfect life and they're with... And I, and I say this as a generalisation. Uh, and they're living this perfect life and they're with their soul mate and they're, you know, skiing in Aspen and all this sort of nonsense. And the reality is, not, as we all know, life's not like that. Relationships have their ups and downs. Anybody that's been in one knows that. None of them are perfect. We all have our ups and downs in life. So we get knockbacks, we get... Um, uh, job losses we have health issues we have you know days where we just totally frustrated don't want to do it a lot of people have mental health issues what does boxing do it teaches you when you get knocked down you, you get back up in life it teaches you things such as hard work brings reward and if i can get back to my middle son 27 fights, 21 wins. That sounds fantastic. Australian junior champion, Golden Gloves champion, New South Wales state champion, lost four of his first five. Year nine in high school, a challenging time for anybody that's got teenagers out there, 15 years old and still finding yourself. Kid at school walked up to him and said, I heard you're an average boxer. You lost, been losing your fights. He was going to give it away. We went out to a fight night uh, and he lost a really close decision for his fifth fight and he was just really frustrated uh, and just said, no, this boxing's not for me. The two-time Olympian, Commonwealth Games, fought for a world title, Jamie Pittman, who's now the Australian boxing coach, walked up to him and said, I lost my first 19 fights and, as a 10-year-old and I could see my son Ryan on in, in the trip home just calculating, just, you know, you could see his brain tipping and over going, wow, he's fought for a world title and he lost his first nine what am I having a sook about? Anyway, uh, he, he, he took that on board as a 15-year-old uh, and he stuck at it. Uh, he won 20 in a row, including the Australian title. He trained harder. He, um, he realised that everybody has wins and losses and um, it, from, from those early hard beginnings... He turned that uh, he turned himself into a champion I don't care if he ever has another fight because he's learnt the lessons of uh, that sport can teach you and one of those is um, hard work brings reward and the other is um, you know it's not where you start it's where you finish so um, keep at it keep grinding away I've got other mates one fellow um, he won 10 lost 30 so if his his record if you went and were speaking at a party, and he told you what his record was. People would just laugh. But the important thing is he kept at it. He was the Australian light heavyweight champion. So he just fought everybody. Didn't care about win loss. Didn't mean anything. Uh, and and in society we have this perception, perception of, or we don't accept you know losing. It's it's a bad thing. Well, you learn from loss. You grow from loss. And um, those lessons from boxing. You can translate it uh, across to life. It, it also helps people react under pressure. You know, you think if, how, like Mario, how did you feel before before your first fight? Just tell the listeners petrified. what was. I was petrified. I yeah. was. I was afraid. You know, I mean, like I was. Everything was good
7: till the, the comes up, and then you know that's. You know, like the, all these in your head imaginative things, you know, you're gonna yeah. enter this way, I'm gonna yeah, do this, yeah. way. it just disappeared. 100%. <clears throat> disappeared, and the moment that the ropes come up, that was for me. But look, as I said, like, everybody loves to talk about how successful they are, you know, that social media and everything else. But, but it's difficult, you know. Uh, take this example. When I was training, some certain groups in in the military that will come in, you know, I mean, and uh, you know, particular politicians, as I said, they come, and they will love to shoot everything, and you know, I mean, all the bricks, you know, destroying all the vehicles. And I said, like, okay, so you now know how to shoot, but the brick and the, this car doesn't return the fire. So how do you can even assess situation? You know, I mean, same in the boxing. Boxing is good, it's uh, it's great, but I was afraid, Paulie. I yeah. was afraid. Now, let me tell you, I was so embarrassing I mean like first my looking I mean then I realized I didn't have done so much as I was talking I was I was blurring a lot you know I'm gonna do this i gonna you know yeah, yeah. it wasn't like that you know. and, <laughs> and the worst yeah. thing is on YouTube I was watching my my first fight I was like god you know I, mean, I can't even bend you know my stomach and yeah. I lost like a 15 kilos in four weeks like yeah, I was yeah. so proud yeah. <laughs> I still can't bend like there was not enough singlets <laughs> for me like I was just like yeah. but what I try to say it, it is in a life it's you can expect that life is gonna uh, give you surprises. Boxing yeah. is one of these things. Yeah. Doesn't matter how much you prepared, doesn't matter how much you train. You don't know your opponent entirely. Yeah. But if you believe in yourself and what your skills you learned and get a good coach, it's good. Now I'm going to ring more confident. Now yes. I, now I don't have enough. Yes. Doesn't matter being punched in the face or not. Just my fucking. Oh my. Just let me inside. You know. What I mean? Yeah. Because yeah.
2: It is experience sure you never going to have any light. that's it and everybody I think um, Mario and Matt they they remember their first fight if you've had 20 fights you've had a hundred fights everyone remembers their first one I had my first <laughs> fight 29 years of age at South Juniors in the uh, they used to have fights every Tuesday night and um, it was in the state novice titles, and I was fighting a fella from the country, and he, I was sitting in there, you know, nervous, had been training for, I don't know, six months, and thought, oh, I want to have a fight. Coach says, oh, well, you're fighting in these titles. Fella walks up, real friendly country yeah. fella. You know, oh, got I can't remember his name, Matt, and um, I'm fighting you, and I thought, oh, what a nice fella. You know, I think we'll just go out there and box around a little bit. Then the fight came, and you're walking out towards the, you know the ring, the lights are on, everybody's looking at you. Yes. Um, <laughs> you know, <laughs> you n- and you're going, wow. You know, I've done this train, but this is real. And then, um but that's a, that's know, a point. What you say? That's uh, yeah. a, that's a point in your life. You know, you can be on a stage, a public speaker,
7: but it means nothing. Yeah, you know what I mean, like you know, I mean, you can you can do blow. I can do blow how great I am or yeah, whatever I can do. But if you don't experience 100 percent that eyes on you, yeah, and those expectations, yeah, and now I, I can't as just as, as you say. The first fight, Matt. Yeah. 2,000 people in a Star Casino.
2: Yeah. 2,000. Only you, thousand. Can, you only
7: can hear the, the, the cutlery. Yeah. And you know, drinking. And then ding, ding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it was like, kill
4: him, fight him, <laughs> by the <fuck!" laughs>
7: And I'm like, you know, I'm just listening around what's happening around me. And I'm, I'm on the spotlight. Yeah. Everybody's in the dark. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then I didn't know this, Paul. I just, I was disappointed, right? Because I was watching too much Mike Tyson videos, right? Yeah. Anyway, break comes, like, you know what I mean? I just sat, he guy says, like, let's go stand up. I was like, isn't the one minute he said it's 45 seconds? Yeah, so, <laughs> like, yeah. when was this change?" <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, like, I was like upset because I was uh, on, that, on that break. I didn't know what round was Paul. Honestly, sure. my very first fight, I was thinking of the first round, is was the third round was over. Yeah. I, and then my coach says to me, Mario, second round coming. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, I survive. wife.
2: Look, there's no yeah. tiredness like it, um, Mario and Matt. You know, and Mario's been in there and he knows it. Uh, the, uh, yeah, as I say, everybody remembers their first fight and I remember walking out towards the ring. I've never been so nervous. Like, oh, look, I've jumped out of helicopters. I've been in police SWAT teams, you know, blah, 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 uh, as other people have experienced, you know, uh, confronting situations in their life but i can honestly i remember it as if it was yesterday and um and every and every other box will tell you that they can remember their first fight and the uh, the the country boy come out like a thrashing machine and i just (laughs) (laughs) i covered up and um punched through the gloves put a count on him went to the neutral corner uh and then I, i was lucky enough to stop him but i was lucky that i stopped him because uh I was gone. Like, my legs were mm. jelly. And you, you couldn't explain that to somebody. And since then, I've won fights and I've lost fights. And anybody that's been involved in the sport uh, for any length of time, they win some and they lose some. Everybody wants to tell you about their wins. But mm-hmm. I think you, in life, we actually learn a lot from our losses. And that's something you were touching on earlier, Matt. You know? yeah, that's,
3: Absolutely. Yeah. And you know what? I can kind of relate to you guys it's not boxing but when I was a kid I was I used to do karate yep. now karate was something I freaking no, loved Bruce
7: Lee yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> I loved Bruce Lee man yeah. loved him anyways my first two tournaments right? actually no my first tournament right I was a yellow belt I came second place to my best mate who was you know who was a lot bigger than me and so I'm thinking all right, I did all right. I'm yellow belt. I'll, I, I, you know, <laughs> I, I beat people who were purple and blue belt. I'm like Jesus. I, I, you know, I'm onto something here. Second tournament, similar thing. Actually, same thing. Second place to my best mate. Third tournament, my best mate had flown back to Canada because his visa had expired. Yeah. He was only here for a few years. Now, I approached that. How do you think? What do you think my mindset is going to that tournament? First two tournaments, second place. Pfft, I got this I, ju- I just got my brown belts i'm feeling good you know I <laughs> first first round or first first fight it was five and five you need six points to win i thought i copped i thought i got him with the back fist to the side of the head yeah. look to the ref like did you not see that and while i turned what do you think that guy did he got me he got the <laughs> six point he won and yeah. i <laughs> now the point i'm trying to make it was so humbling because as much as it broke me, I was in tears, right? Yeah, yeah. I was so upset. I, I thought like I was going to win. Yeah. You, never, you never forget your first fight. I thought I kicked ass yeah, for yeah. so long. Yeah. But now, nah, 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 nah. I didn't know what I was getting into. I was basically like neck and neck, but he beat me. Yeah. And that brought me back to reality. But that's the life it is Dropped about. The you, ego. Know, you,
7: you win and you lose. And I agree with the Paul. You can't learn if you don't lose. Yeah, 100%. If, no I, didn't lose,
3: if yeah. I didn't lose that fight, God, I would have the biggest ego. Yeah, look, really mate, fun.
7: I don't love losing, but, you know, it's, it's good to say, you know, you can learn, but <laughs> but one thing in the Masters, what I like it, it is after the fight. Yeah. There's no enemies.
2: No, it's very, it's very good community. Mm. Uh, it's, a, it's a fairly small community, uh, but it's very loyal people. Uh, and and look, you know, at the end of the day, we're, we're all mates. We can't do stare-downs in the boxing room because we need our glasses for that. So, uh, (laughs) you know, at the the end of the day, there isn't that stuff. You know, when you're young and you want to prove yourself and – yeah, I've fought young blokes and, you know, probably did it the same when I was a young fella. You try to intimidate your yeah. opponent and all. The Masters is just none of that rubbish because we're too old and we don't care about that stuff. We're not trying to prove anything anymore. We're just doing it for fitness, for fun, for camaraderie. Um, and, and, you know, importantly with Masters, and I'd, I'd like some of your listeners to consider boxing, um, because it's a challenge, because it's a very difficult fitness... But um, I guess as you get older, you, um, you need an outlet and you also need a challenge because many of us in our life have been, I don't know, a violinist or, a you know, we identify ourselves as a mother or I've got a job as such and such and an important title. Uh, but the sporting stuff, you know, we might have been a great table tennis player when we were in primary school, but you do hear a lot of, older people, and I put myself in the, in that category, um, down at the pub, or socialising, talking about what they used to do. I, I used to be a football player. Mm. I used to be a, um, you know, CEO. I used to do this, used to do that. Why not just do it today? Why not have a crack? Why not get in the ring and test yourself against another person? We can do an exhibition fight, and we can talk about that later. Yes. But um, it doesn't have to be a match fight, but uh, why not test yourself? Why not have something for yourself so you're not just a mother or a CEO or I used to be a good football player?
3: Why not consider that? I think that's a great, great way to end the segment. Paul Covey is with Mario and I in studio. Guys, consider boxing. If it's a, a thought you've had, passion you potentially you to enjoy, yes. have had yeah. behind you. And I was agree with it. what
7: Matt says. It's create the resilience in you. Ladies and gentlemen, take a short break. After the news and the weather, we'll come back more with the Paul Covey News at was Masters Boxes and Matthew Caruana, and myself in studio.
0: Alive
1: 90.5. We all know that paying for a funeral can be a financial burden. However, have you ever thought of paying off a prepaid funeral? With none of the ongoing premiums that is associated with funeral insurance, $1,000 can get you started. Hills Family Funerals, a family owned and operated business